0: All right, Jimmy, out along with Henry Hayes. It's finally here—the NBA Finals. Sports Better's Paradise. We concentrate on the uh, NBA Finals that start in San Francisco today, and that's kind of one of the things we want to talk about too. The new venue—does it still have that uh, blue-collar uh, kind of effect? That uh, that rowdiness that it did on that uh, tougher side of the uh, bay, of the Bay Bridge o- over. In the Bay Area. So, uh, one thing one thing for sure, the crowd after the clinching Game 5, well, they gave it to Charles Barkley a little bit. So, they certainly showed a little bit of nastiness there. Henry Hayes is with us as we are. He loves his stuff, 365. He eats, drinks, and sleeps uh, the NBA. And so, this is your time of the year, Henry. Uh, so, Boston and Golden State, best two teams. Because be- when we did our preview, we thought it was going to be Phoenix and Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, at, again, I'll say it again. Absent the Middleton injury, I still think Mo- Milwaukee, fully healthy, is the best team in the Eastern Conference. But he was out, and uh, go uh, Boston won in seven, and so they move on. Uh, in terms of the West, you know, there are so many unknowns with the Warriors. How would Clay Thompson come back? Would Curry continue you know, his dominance? Jordan Poole's, uh, uh, you know, his ascension was not really that well-known starting the year. Um, So there were some questions there Uh, and give it to the, the warriors. They've kind of reinvented themselves to be back in the finals, which I don't think they get enough credit as an organization for how many times they've been in the finals now over the past decade,
0: six Um, of the eight uh, last eight years. And you know, the only, the only two were, were some injuries.
1: That's a great run. And so, you know, tip your hat because they're back. So um, I think at this time with the walking wounded and, all the dominoes haven't have fallen. These are the two best teams we have left.
0: Uh, you think that Golden State would have taken care of Phoenix, uh, even though Phoenix had home court advantage?
1: I think so. We Look, it's funny. The Pelican series ended up showing us a lot of chinks in that armor, and Dallas continued to expose some of that. I, I just think that um, the matchups would have been in Golden State's favor. And, you know, with, with, with Phoenix, we know, I mean, Chris Paul, as as many games as he's played, really started to kind of show his consistency. So I, I think so.
0: You know, I, 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 I mentioned uh, the the arena. If there's any difference, there there's not going to be any difference for the NBA Finals. It's uh, listen, anybody, no matter how salty you are or how uh, uh, wine and cheese you are. Um, you can get up and get rowdy for the NBA Finals. That's not going to be a problem. It's those games in between that, you know, that maybe everything's not lined up, you know, it's not the high price uh, place to be. That's maybe, that's maybe the games where it might be a little bit different uh, than, uh, than the old spot uh, across the bay. So that's going to be fine uh, for as far as an atmosphere and a home court advantage. That's not going to be any type of difference. Some people have tried to reach there. It's when the things are not aligned. We've seen that with different NFL teams, different college teams, when they've changed ticket policy, surcharges and added. It's cut into the, the tenacity of it on the not so uh, A-list games, the A-list games, baby, they're, they're showing up. You ain't got to worry about that. Henry, um, ER, uh, Aaron Renning uh, on Tuesday, he's been very uh, b- pro-Boston on this. Uh, since you're a little bit uh, pro-Golden State, what do you think about when you think about this particular matchup?
1: Well, I understand where he's coming from there. I take a little bit of a different angle. I, I love looking at matchups when I'm trying to handicap NBA games. So in other words, what are the strengths of one team as opposed to the strengths of the other, and how does how does the personnel match up? And I think in this case, and despite the fact, Jimmy, uh, kind of uh, really nice nugget of, of data here is that Boston seven and two on the road in these playoffs. That's really really good. That would tell you, typically, that's that's the mark of a, of a champion that they can win that many games in the playoffs on the road. Right. Um, you know started in Milwaukee, obviously. The Miami series was schizophrenic. But I think a couple things. I think that the Warriors are smart enough defensively to really make things hard on Jason Tatum. So giving extra help, extra hedge, running a lot of guys at him. With the purposes being, they'd love if Marcus Smart shot the most field goals per game of any Celtic. And that has happened in these playoffs. I think if you're Yudoka on the Celtic side, that's when you start to get a little nervous when smart increases, even Jalen Brown increases their field goal attempts. That's when their offense isn't quite in sync. So to me, Tatum is the head of the snake of the Celtics, and I think that with Wiggins and um, just other active defenders like Draymond Green, the Warriors have some options to run at him. Um, that the Celtics are going to have to, to they're going to have to adjust. Because I expect life to be really difficult for Tatum. And I think that's that's where it all begins to me.
0: I was looking at Game 3, and I like Dallas uh, in the Golden State Series in Game 3. And they got out to a double-digit lead midway through the first half. And, it goes, okay, this is going to part. Exhale by Golden State up 2-0. And, man, I, their defense in that game really impressed me, Henry. I mean, it was, it was pretty much uh, early in the second quarter for the rest of the game where, just, just the, the the shots, the level of difficulty for the shots, uh, were, were tough, man. Whether it was Luca, whether was he was trying to create for his teammates, they were just really, really tough, uh, shooting opportunities. And all everybody just, hey, they shot well. They shot this percentage. Oh, they didn't shoot well. Well, all shots are not created equally. Okay, and that's why you watch the game instead of just look at the box score. And why are they so? Because. We, the, the highlights is Steph Curry 10, 10 feet behind the arch and all of his wizardry uh, with the basketball. And Klay Thompson, the quick, smooth when he's on, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. Draymond Green, the big guy, being able to pass the ball. Their no iso ball where it's a lot of movement. But their defense, their defense is really good. These are the top two defensive efficiency, efficiency uh, teams in the league. Now that's the regular season. Does that trans, uh, transition to the postseason? And also talk about in detail why they're so special on defense. Talking about Golden State and so underappreciated.
1: You you, you really nailed it, Jimmy. I mean, look, ever since Curry got there, they haven't gotten the respect that they deserve uh, because the three pointers are so they're so um, highlight worthy, and all the things Curry does offensively are just so memorable. And they and, and remember, Jimmy, when the Warriors won their first one. There was a lot of old-school NBA kind of uh, media and analysts that put their foot down and said, "There's no way they can win playing this way." In other words, a team that shoots that many threes—it was kind of like back to Steve Nash's eight seconds or less the yeah. Suns. You can't. No, nobody ever won the title that way. Well, the the buried lead in that argument was that was a top-five defensive team. So, from jump, they. They weren't a team that said, well, we're going to score 130 and you're going to score 128. They've always had a focus on what I call really great team defense. And to me, it starts and ends with Draymond Green. When they got him in the second round, a player like that who is not only willing, and that's a big, big part of this, but able to really guard all five positions, but he's so selfless in the way that he quarterbacks their defense, it makes the whole thing go. Because Clay Thompson is not a great individual defender, Curry's not either. But together, cohesively, they make the thing go. And then you get a guy like Kevon Looney who really does his job. I think the Wiggins uh, the Wiggins move was really underrated because he's bigger than most people think, uh, very yeah. athletic, and he's a three and D guy. And so, yeah, you really have to. And, and look, Steve Kerr deserves a lot of the credit here. Um, again, he gets a lot of, you know, a lot of the. The news on Kerr is that he's from the Spurs tree, and he's a shooter, and the Jordan team and those shots, and that's fine. But this team is methodical in the way they guard. You know, it's funny I'm going to contradict myself here, Jimmy. The last two series on your show, I've said, we'll see if this Udoka rookie coach thing crops up. Well, he beat Budenholzer, who has a ring, and he beats bolster who has more than one ring. So he's starting to stack up the bodies. Um, Kerr, to me, it will be his toughest – match in terms of in-game, in-series adjustments. So, we'll see how it plays out, but I think Curry's got the coaching advantage.
0: The finals or the fi- uh, championship experience, none for Boston, uh, a lot for Golden State. Is that a factor after the, the, such a tough path that Boston has taken to get here? I mean, du- you know, Durant and Kyrie, I mean, the defending champs we picked on this show. Uh, you know, to, to go to the finals. The number one seed and arrested a number one seed, Miami Heat.
1: It is a fact. I mean, you, you can't say never having gone to the big dance in any sport, right? It, it's the, the, the emotions, the, a lot's different about these games. And, and clearly, I think it's a, I saw the stat, it's like 129 games on the Warriors side to, um, I think it's a very small number, about zero on the Celtics side. So yeah, I mean, look, you'd rather have that um, experience. Now the counter, the counter argument is the Celtics are younger, more athletic, they're more physical, they're bigger, a lot bigger. Uh, and so can they get their heads around what they're about to do? And um, it, I, it plays into a, a play that I love. I love the Warriors in game one. I think the Celtics, I, l- I love the under in game one, um, because I just think that, and, and this is something you follow to a lot of success in the playoffs, that first half of first uh, game of the series, a lot of feeling out, a lot of, a lot of measuring oh, each other up.
0: first half unders. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I think that holds true tonight because like I said, the media is bigger than ever. It's just a different vibe in the arena. It's not just another basketball game for these guys.
0: Yeah. You and I were uh, in the, um, uh, in the, uh, the, the, uh, the blender, the smoothie King center in New Orleans uh, for the play in when uh, that uh, we just rode that first game of the playoffs because it's such a transition from the regular season to uh, the playoff style of play with defense first half unders and it was <laughs> it was it was over 75%. I don't know exactly what it was. So you're saying from the, you know, rest, now the big stage and the finals, a little bit more of that early heavyweight boxing, not throwing a ton up kind of feeling each other out uh, a little bit instead of uh, blowing and going uh, See, so Golden State is now four at Bet Rivers, four and two twelve. So uh, there, uh, Henry likes uh, the Warriors minus four in the under two twelve. Uh, er and I, we like the Celtics in this one. And I want you to talk about the thing about them is, and this is from Gold, this is from Draymond Green's voice, and this is where I think he's going to be. He spent some time on the uh, TNT set uh, after. He's going to be right, very comfortable making that transition, probably on that set after play. But he said, "Hey, it's not just it's not just that a, a, you know a couple of guys play defense. All five play defense. The guys come off the bench play defense, and to buy into that, you got to give that rookie coach uh, some credit. And when you have the, and and these guys are." I mean, who would you think on the roster? Well, you think it's old man Harford probably would be the weakest. He's a good defender. I mean, he was defending Jimmy Butler uh, at some times. He could defend a rim. He doesn't get off his feet on ball fakes, you know, and, and shot fakes. Uh, I, th- this, this is where I think they're really special, that they're all in on that side, and they're long and interchangeable, which allows them to switch as well. Your thoughts about Boston's defense?
1: Oh no doubt it's look Udoka's got them to buy buy in. Look, Brad uh, Smart had got, uh, uh, the Celtics' prior coach had gotten a little bit of a little bit too soft. Quite frankly, they, they they lacked toughness, and you could see that in games where they just got pushed around. So they made a decided decision to hire someone with, with a more of an author, authoritarian approach. Now, when you do that, be careful. These are NBA players at the end of the day, right. so. You, you better get him to buy in or it's not going to blow up. And so, to Yudoka's credit, he played in the league. Uh, he's a younger guy. They did buy in, and now you see it. Other, other interesting kind of um, s- storyline here, Jimmy. You mentioned Horford. I think he's going to be – we're going to look at this for many years to come, and here's what I mean. The league essentially put Horford off his feet for almost a season. He was in Oklahoma City where they didn't play him. So he's he's active he's dressed out, but he didn't play. So the thought is, there's a guy like that at that stage of his career. Is he is he that much improved by literally taking that time off? And now he looks he looks pretty good. A lot of us thought he was he was shot career was over. I mean he now he's starting to show a little bit of wear and tear now. But it's an interesting thing to take a look at. In other words, can you shut a player down for ten months and then have him come back? So. With Horford, that's interesting. But even guys like Williams, Jimmy, who really play their roles, um, I will say, obviously, keeping a constant eye on Rob Williams' health as you do Marcus Smart. Those are two guys that really make this thing go for the Celtics. And, look, neither of them 100%, but if either of those guys can't go, I think that really changes the complexion of what Boston does.
0: There you go. Uh, only 315 ways to bet the NBA Finals uh, game one at Bet uh, Rivers. They have a tremendous menu, and, you know, the hockey is like 350 ways to bet, uh, bet a game. But um, here's a few for you. And, uh, again, I think that it's not as exaggerated as a difficult spot in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals uh, where they were playing a third game, a third city, uh, against a arrested number one seed, and then you ma- you you magnify that when you uh, smart and Horford are out as well. But there, I do think that the Celtics are a little bit compromised in this game one because they've those are two blood seven game bloodbaths. and let's face it, uh, it has not been that sh- sh- as stressful for the uh, you know for the Golden State battle tested. Versus rest, a, a little bit, of freshness. So the first game is going to be the toughest. And But I do think that, man, I love the under uh, 212. It's up to 212. I mean, every Joe Blow that comes off the street, going to bet 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and get on it, you know, hey, give me 50 bucks, you know, on the phone at Bet Rivers. It's going to be over. People don't like to sit there and pull dribble, dribble, miss, miss, dribble, dribble, miss. It's not fun, right? Okay, everybody bets overs. We want to cash tickets. I'm betting the under. Here's some other ones. Uh, under, two, uh, under 21 and a half, uh, Jordan Poole points, rebounds, and assists. That may be a little bit of a reach, but I just think the, I think with this defensive pressure, he may find time, it going a little bit. I'm interested to see. I think he's one of those X factors, Henry, how Jordan Poole can handle you know this level of defense and also uh, this stage. Uh, first field goal of the game—it's like the first touchdown in the Super Bowl. First bucket, boom—we got action. Ten to one, the old man Horford—I'll take him in that one. Top score in the game. Do you know that Jason Tatum's a uh, point over under his uh, game uh, game uh, point scored in game is actually higher than Steph Curry. Twenty-eight and a half to twenty-seven and a half. I'll take Tatum a uh, top score plus one forty. Under eight and a half points for Draymond Green, he hadn't he hadn't looked to shot, uh, shoot shooting forever. There's a plenty of other guys, and they got some rim defenders uh, there as well. First half, here we go. Under one oh four at Bet Rivers right now. Love that one. And then I'm going to take Boston at six plus four fifty. Boston in a series plus a thir- plus a third plus thirty five. So there's a, just a few of that I threw out there. Henry, anything? Certain players that uh, interest you, or, or maybe that uh, you may favor that these matchups, hey, this guy should excel, or with the your under approach, you think maybe unders are not for a lot of these players.
1: If you're looking for someone to kind of pop in performance, Jimmy, I think take a look at Jalen Brown, and here's why I say that. Again, I think that Kerr is going to want to cut the head off the snake early. So I think he's going to want to make life really, really hard uh, for Tatum. And that would include running a double at him from time to time. And so Brown's going to have open looks. The question is, can Tatum get him the ball? Can they, can they get the extra pass? But uh, Jalen Brown's going to have extra looks. So to me, he's one that could pop a 30, 35-point game kind of out of nowhere um, because I think he's going to have opportunity. Smart's the same. Now, Now Marcus Smart, I think Celtics fans live and die by, by his shot selection. Um, again, he's going to have looks. Um, so, so we'll see. I, I think one more. I think people forget Kevon Looney because he's, 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 he's unremarkable at times. But don't, don't kid yourself. A, he's a very, very good defender. And B, we've seen him go right at teams when they feel like they have an advantage. So Looney's another one where if Williams isn't on the floor, um, I love Kevon Looney's over in terms of his, his uh, personal points.
0: And you also think, uh, boy, he's kind of the Golden State's uh, version of Robert Williams, huh? I mean, oh, go get you – know, yeah. I mean, and Extreme. so th- that's some nice pieces that, that you know, we talk about Draymond, you know, over the years in this great run, six finals and eight seasons. I mean, yes, it's nice to have all this flash and dash and all these bombs and, and, and you know, and, it just these – this beautiful offensive basketball, but you still got to get it def- done on the defensive end, and he provides that. He rebounds. He does. He'll guard any guy uh, that uh, the other team will have. But then Wiggins is a nice piece, like you talked about, who really a, a big athletic guy who is embracing defending as well, and occasionally can get hot a little bit. I mean, he was highly thought of coming out of the draft, and and Looney's a garbage man. I mean, you need these role players to win championships. And, you know, Iguodala, they don't have him right now. Um, uh, my, uh, help me out. The guy that's hurt with the shoulder, very good uh, on-ball defender as well, who might uh, come back uh, for a Golden State. So, the, the son of the former player that I'm uh, drawing a blank. So, uh, anyway.
1: Kaminga, not Kaminga.
0: No, no. But Kaminga's another piece. Uh, so, Otto, uh, uh, Gary Payton, the cool. third. Oh, J- Gary, G- G- Gary Payton, the third. I mean, so, and, and I'm still uh, kind of doubtful that he'll be able to come back, but there's some whispers that he will. So, there, it's just a lot of different role players who buy in. And I guess when, when you're a winning team, it's easier to buy in uh, than, than otherwise.
1: And, Jimmy, remember, again, kind of a what if? What if the Warriors had actually cashed in? on that high draft pick when they picked James Wiseman, who hasn't played this year. Imagine right.
0: that. I know. I know. So, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, I, I do think we're going to have a deep series. Uh, I think it's going to go at least six. I think the odds makers know that. With over five and a half is minus 190. But I'd be looking uh, to uh, uh, bet that uh, as well. So, Henry and ER are on different sides of this one. He's got the uh, Golden State. Uh, ER has Boston. I think we're going to have a very, very good season. 315 ways to bet this uh, at Bet Rivers. This is the Sports Better's Paradise right here as part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.